You're listening to She Grabs the Mic, and I'm your host, Cole Baker-Bagwell. Every week we'll explore what it means to be happy, present, and whole. You'll hear from courageous women who are kicking ass in their lives and leave with actionable tips that you can apply to reset from toxicity, tune into your gold, and live powerfully from the bedroom to the boardroom. Right now, it's time to grab your headphones, kick back and relax, and get ready to be inspired. Welcome, amazing ones. Welcome to episode eight. I can hardly believe it, but we have been together for two months now. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate the hell out of you. Uh, Let's kick this episode off with a question. What are you most grateful for in this moment? Now that you've got that in your thinker, let me explain why the question is important for today. This episode is all about gratitude. We're going to talk about what it is. We're going to talk about the mind, body, benefits of gratitude and cultivating a gratitude practice, some of the barriers to gratitude, and we're going to talk about how you can begin to take three steps to cultivate your own gratitude practice that will help you thrive in body and mind and transform your life because it will transform your mindset. So lots to cover today. And I'm super excited to be here with you. And what better time to talk about gratitude than right now? Thanksgiving is just around the corner here in the United States. And I think this is a really great opportunity, especially as we head into the end of the year, to really sink in and focus on this thing called gratitude. Before we get to all of that goodness, I will frame up and illustrate the power of gratitude by telling you a story. So we're going to rewind the clock to 2007. And for those of you who remember where we were in time in 2007, you might be shuddering a little bit right now or going, Oh God, what a, what a rough time because we were in a little something called the global financial crisis. And it was super hard. It created, you know, a big ripple effect that hit so many lives. People were losing savings, 401ks. They were losing their jobs, their homes. It was just a really, really, really tough time. And as all of that was happening, the little company that I built that I loved so much was beginning to disintegrate because of the financial ripples that were affecting my clients. And at the same time that my company was disintegrating, so was my marriage to my son's father. Perfect storm total shit show. So because all of these things were going on, I had to make the very difficult choice of going back into the corporate world, back into sales, something that I knew and and was pretty good at. And I'll tell you that the pickings back then were super slim when it came to jobs. So I landed this job um, that was terrible, just flat out terrible, toxic environment, toxic leadership, pretty demeaning experience. And I remember that time in my life as being one with very little gratitude. I couldn't find much to feel grateful about. You know, I'd lost money. I was losing my relationship. I was about to become a single mom. We had a ton of financial stress because of all of the other stuff that was happening. And now I had a crappy ass job I had to go to every day. So 
my days kind of looked something like this. I would get up in the morning and cry on the way to work. I was exhausted because I wasn't getting any sleep. I would get to work and I felt resentful as hell because I hated the job. Um, kept thinking about the thing that I had lost, the little company that I had. And then I would go home and I would cry tears of thankfulness because I made it through the day. And then I would go to put my head on the pillow at night. And because I was so stressed out, I wasn't sleeping. And, you know, I became very physically and mentally unwell between stress and exhaustion. So something kind of fortuitous happened um, on a very rare evening where I did not have my son and I did have a little bit of energy left in, in my body. A friend called and said, come to yoga with me. She knew I practiced. She knew I needed it. And so we went and our yoga teacher offered us one simple question, the same one I offered to you. What are you grateful for right now? I sat there on that yoga mat with tears streaming down my face because I could not find it. And I felt empty. I felt hopeless. I felt lost. And all of that shook me to the core. So much so that I went home that night after class and wrote down the question in my journal, what am I most grateful for now? And something kind of magical started happening when I was sleeping. I guess my brain was sizzling and subconscious was working. And I woke up and my son came in the room and I immediately thought, I am grateful right now that my son is here and that he is healthy. I am grateful to be a mother. I'm grateful we have a roof over our head, food in the refrigerator, clothing on our back. I'm grateful that I have a car that will get me to my crappy ass job. And I'm grateful that I have some money coming in, even though it's not the job I want. It is helping me because I don't have to worry about finances so much. My mindset shifted. And then when I got to work, this really surprising thing happened in a place that had been so full of resentment for me. I had a conversation with a client and I was able to help him get to a better place. And reflecting on all of it now, I know it's because my mindset was different. I was in a place of recognition that I had a lot of good things going on in my life, even though I felt like I was in the middle of a perfect storm, in the middle of a shit show. I could recognize the beauty. I could recognize the goodness. I could feel the gratitude. And it changed the way that I was showing up. It had a profound and and decisive impact on my mindset and on the way that I felt inside my body. So I will tell you that when you choose to cultivate a practice of gratitude, it has the power to transform your mindset and therefore transform your life. And ever since then, you know, 16 years ago, I've become pretty addicted to gratitude because I know how it feels to be in this place of abundance, recognizing all of the good stuff in your life, even in the middle of a total shit show, there is goodness to be found if we choose to see it. Now, I also want to acknowledge that this word gratitude can be pretty triggering for people, especially if it was 
taught to you in maybe a religious context that had some guilt attached to it, or maybe, you know, you heard as a child, you know, I, I want this thing. And your parents said to you, well, you should be grateful that you have this. You can't have that, but you should be grateful that you have this other thing. So maybe it represents a little shame. Maybe you just get pissed off when you hear it because maybe like me, if you've ever had a crappy job, you maybe told a friend about it. They said, well, you should be grateful that you have a job at all. There are people on the street looking for a job right now. And then that word might breed resentment. So I'm going to offer you an invitation to revisit this word with me right now in this moment. And let's start by looking at the definition of gratitude. The dictionary says that gratitude is the quality of being thankful, a readiness to show appreciation. Okay, that's a fine definition. But in my world, based on my experience, I would like to offer you another definition of gratitude. And here's what it is. Gratitude is a deeper awareness of the beauty and goodness that is surrounding you right now. A deeper awareness of the beauty and goodness that is surrounding you right now. One is a quality, being thankful. The other represents intention and choice to me, our power to step in and control our mindset and therefore control our experience by cultivating that deep awareness of the beauty and goodness that is surrounding us right now. So through this story that I've shared with you, you know, I've illustrated like the positive benefits, right? And I'm going to back that up with science here in just a second. I've told you that you have this capacity to recognize with deep awareness, the beauty and goodness that are surrounding you right now. So then the magic question becomes, why the hell aren't we sitting in gratitude all the time? So I'm going to offer you my humble estimation of things. And this is what it looks like. I think mindset is one of our greatest barriers. Many of us spend a lot of time, time traveling, traveling to the past that does not exist anymore, worrying about the future, the potential future, as my friend Lauren likes to say, that is no guarantee. And when we have our attention split between past and future, it is very difficult to be in present and to be able to connect with the gift, the beauty, the goodness that is here for us right now in this moment. It's almost impossible. So mindset, I think, is one of the chief barriers to us practicing and experiencing the benefits of gratitude. I think another reason is this society that we live in that tells us we need more, we need better, we need bigger, bigger house, better car, more money, better title, better job. And in that place of wanting and craving and always looking for the next best thing, We are not in a place where we are present in a place where we can capitalize on the benefits of gratitude. And the third reason that I think we stay pretty separated from gratitude is quite simply the pace of life. It can be frenetic. It can be exhausting. And we can find ourselves on autopilot, simply going through the motions of our days. And when that is the case, it is very tough to recognize the goodness and the beauty around us with deep awareness. But there's good reason that we should. So let's move from that place of barriers into the science that represents possibilities. 
Gratitude has been scientifically connected to so many health benefits, body, mind health benefits. I mean, from a neuroscience standpoint, from a positive psychology standpoint, gratitude is the bomb diggy. It is absolutely incredible what it can do for us. So let me toss out a, just a couple of the benefits that it offers. Um, positive psychology research, which, you know, really kind of started in the late nineties. Thank God for it. Um, shows us that gratitude has a straight line to happiness. I've never met a single person who says, no, thanks. I don't want to be happier. I'm all filled up on happiness. All of us want to feel happier, right? Even if it's like micro moments of happiness and gratitude gives us a straight line, that's what the positive psychology research shows us. Neuroscience shows us that gratitude boosts neurotransmitters like serotonin. And serotonin carries messages between the brain and the body. It's one of the happy chemicals that our body can create. So gratitude helps send these happy signals between brain and body. Neuroscience also shows us that gratitude act activates the brainstem and produces dopamine, another one of the happy chemicals. And that one is associated with like pleasure, good vibes, motivation, learning, so all of these happy chemicals that are triggered in the brain and the body that come from gratitude actually help us become more well. But that's not all. The neuroscience also has proven that gratitude quiets stress, that it improves our sleep. And when our stress is low and our sleep is better, that means our inflammation in the body and in the brain is also lower and therefore Every single organ we have is functioning at a higher and better level. We are healthier in body and mind. Gratitude also improves the immune system. Flu season's right around the corner, right coming up right with the holidays. So I don't know about you, but if I can get some extra immune support, I am raising my hand all day long. Gratitude makes it possible. And then UCLA Health did 70 studies across 26,000 people that showed that gratitude decreases things like anxiety and depression. It's incredible what gratitude can do for us. It also brings a sense of calm to our nervous system. And I've talked about the nervous system before in previous episodes. Think of it like your command center for your state of being. Gratitude brings us a sense of calm and how beautiful is that? It also changes our neural pathways in our brains. And the neural pathways, as a reminder, there are little signal senders that are based on, you know, the experiences that we have, the behaviors that we take, the habits that we cultivate for ourselves. We create these things called neural pathways. And the cool part is we can change our neural pathways. They are not fixed. Neuroplasticity tells us we can change them. We can learn. We can grow. Gratitude helps to change those things for us, which is crazy. And it also fosters an abundance mindset. It gets us away from scarcity, away from fear of not having enough, away from resentment, away from craving or wanting more, and puts us right into an abundance mindset of every single thing that I need, I have in this moment, even the challenging moments. With deep awareness, we can find the goodness and the beauty that surrounds us. Consistency is the key to practice. So 
we're going to recognize a couple of parallels between mindfulness and gratitude. Think of them like BFFs, holding hands, creating all sorts of goodness in your life. Like mindfulness, gratitude is cultivated through practice. Mindfulness and gratitude go hand in hand, BFFs. Let's revisit the definition of mindfulness, which says mindfulness is the act of paying attention in a particular way on purpose to what's happening for you right now. If you accept my definition of gratitude as deep awareness of the goodness and beauty that are surrounding you right now, you can begin to understand the integral relationship between mindfulness and gratitude. You can understand why they're besties and these two things coupled together, supercharge one another and therefore supercharge your life. It's so cool the way that it works and it works in any situation. Like it's really easy for us to say, Oh, I'm so grateful. I got this great job or I'm so grateful. I, you know, got more money today, or I'm so grateful that, um, you know, I have this fabulous party to go to like, Maybe we're not even really thinking about gratitude in the way that we could. Maybe it's just words that are coming out of our mouth. And maybe the time to sink into gratitude is when things are not so easy for us. Because in my experience, amazing ones, if we can cultivate a gratitude practice when, practice when things are not super optimal, it allows us to build the muscle and recognize gratitude in our lives when things are going really well. So again, any moment that we are in, we can find goodness, we can find beauty, there is always something to see if we choose it. So how do we begin spotting gratitude by cultivating the practice? Okay, I have three things for you. The first one is start asking yourself, What good thing is here for me right now? What can I see? Whether you're at work, in relationships, whether you're home cooking dinner for your kids or your family, whether you are stuck in traffic, stuck in an elevator, commuting, it doesn't matter. Asking yourself, pausing long enough to ask yourself, what good thing is here for me now? Taking a few deep breaths in and out of your nose, connecting with that present moment, and asking yourself, what good thing is here for me right now? That's practice one. Practice number two, write it down. Capture that word that came to mind for you. Don't need a dissertation. doesn't have to be perfect. Nobody's going to read it except for you. Write down what bubbled up because then you will create what I call a gratitude artifact. Something comes to mind, comes out through the pen, down on paper. Now you have a reference point. When you're having a supremely shitty day, you can go back and look and say, what was I grateful for last week? What was I grateful for yesterday or this morning? Gratitude artifacts are super powerful and they begin to help us understand ourselves in a very different way. And the third one is just sort of a fun practice that I have adopted for myself that I will invite you to try. And it's opening the camera roll on your phone. We have thousands of pictures on our phones of points in time in our life 
Sometimes we miss them because we're behind the lens, taking a picture, trying to capture the you know, person smiling or the landscape or whatever. But scrolling that camera roll and just opening up one of the pictures and asking yourself, what kind of goodness and beauty can I see now that maybe I missed back then? What can I experience? What can bubble back up for me? Because I am sitting in a place of mindful awareness and I am looking for goodness and beauty. Make the camera roll work for you. Super fun. Give it a shot. And lastly, as you gear up for this holiday and all the rest that will follow, I want to acknowledge that holidays are not always wonderful for all of you. Sometimes they're sad. Sometimes they represent times in your life that were really hard and challenging and they can be triggering. And I will still make, give you the same invitation to look around and ask yourself, what good thing is here for me right now? And I guarantee that you will find at least one and likely a hell of a lot more if you choose to just ask yourself the question and pause long enough to see what bubbles up. All right. As we wrap up this episode today, I would love to do it with some very eloquent words from the poet Maya Angelou, who says, this is a wonderful day. I have never seen this one before. This is a wonderful day. You have never seen it before and you will never see it again. So hit the pause button, take a few breaths, and give yourself the ultimate act of self-love by asking yourself one question. What good thing is here for me right now? Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. I'll see you soon. And that's the end of the show today, everybody. I hope it has served you well. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you've liked what you've heard, please drop a review wherever you grab your favorite podcast. Please subscribe so you never miss an episode. And please be sure to share this podcast with another woman that you love. If you'd like to learn more about me or my work, check out my website, colebakerbagwell.com. Until next time, remember to be super kind to yourself and do your very best to leave everyone and everything just a little bit better.